0: Atheist Nomads episode 196 There is so much news OMGs
1: The podcast you're about to listen to includes cursing and talking about hoo-hahs Please be advised
0: Welcome to another episode of Atheist Nomads I am Dustin Joining me as always is Wesley Hi, how are you? I'm kind of sick Yeah, but not that (laughs) bad
1: No, no that kind of sound like I was trying to force it to it out, I'm not, but it's still pretty bad, so yeah. if you hear me cough or it goes silent, you know why people sorry,
0: <laughs> and uh Lauren's not with us. she's not feeling too hot today,, Aww. yeah,, mm. but we did have the first ultrasound yesterday, oh boy, yeah, you got a little peepod? pod, yep, yep, cool. I got to see its heart beating, oh boy it was it was really cool. <laughs> like like I, I was i was sitting there uh and i could see the screen lauren couldn't at this point while the tech was doing measurements and was like wait is that it no no wait is that it no no is that it no 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 i think that one is yeah maybe no, uh no. i don't know <laughs> and then she turned the screen towards us and i got up and and she's like and there's your baby and I was like yeah, awesome. With Already
1: the, looks like you, huh?
0: With the heart beating, uh, 141 beats per minute. Holy shit.
1: That's normal. I know, I know. The smaller the creature, usually the faster the heart beats.
0: Right. And, you know, this, this little thing's half an inch long, so pretty yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah.
1: fucking small, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Crazy to think that it's here just in a few months will be like about 20 inches. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a big a big jump.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Just barely small enough for a cro- good crockpot. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Wesley, but, uh, you will not yeah. eat my baby. Okay, not yours. Okay.
0: No, we don't eat friends'
1: babies. Not friends' babies.
0: No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh we have lots of of. Oh, how, how have you been, Wesley? Oh. Uh, uh, not too
1: bad. I had nothing big going on over here, really. Uh, yeah. I'm about to replace a horn on my motorcycle. That's about it. Uh, yeah, so nothing nothing big. How about you, besides your cool ultrasound?
0: Oh, that's really about all that's worth talking about on the show. Um, oh. Yeah.
1: I did eat a Kinder Egg, and I'm still alive. Oh. Cool. I thought I should point that out. Huh. Yeah.
0: Oh, or... My my in laws gave us a uh, their old electric smoker. Oh, so yeah, this weekend I'm going to be doing ribs. Oh, sweet! Nine hours on the smoker.
1: We might have to come over. (laughs) (laughs) Just take us like nine hours. No, like twelve hours to get there. But
0: whatever. Nah, it's it's about it's about nine. So Mm -hmm. you leave as I put Put the ribs in in the smoker. And yeah. then you show up just in time to eat.
1: Yeah, that works. I'm I'm down for that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then as you you get into town, just get off the freeway when you start seeing the the billowing smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: I'll stop in and get a bottle on the way, and yeah, yeah we'll make this happen.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, live recording episode 200 will be coming up on May 20 at 3 p.m. Mountain. That's 2 Pacific. Uh, Five. Eastern, we will be recording for 200 minutes. Holy shit. So this will be fun. It will Throwback be back to
1: our old shows.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. All right, yeah. cool. Let's do this.
0: All right. And <laughs> uh, we have lots of news. And uh, yeah, so skipping we're, dusting we're off the degree. We're just going to battle through it. Yep. Arizona State Representative Athena Salmon gave a secular invocation. So, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, Second one to do that. She was preceded a few years back by Ron Mendez, who gave the first atheist invocation at the House, but she's actually taken his seat as he's moved on to the state senate. Nice. Yeah. Well, after she finished her invocation, Representative Mark Fincham, Republican, of course, Got permission to give a proper Christian prayer. Mm. Then Speaker J.D. Messnard reminded everyone of the rules that he'd laid out at the beginning of the year, including that these must be prayers, they must invoke a higher power, and if the person leading it doesn't believe in a higher power, then they must ask the members to focus on their own. (laughs) So Solomon asked him if he thought that she'd broken the rules, and he let her know that, yes, he did think she did. Right. Because it wasn't a prayer. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I seem to recall there was a second, uh, during the the first uh, atheist uh, invocation a few years back, that uh, they tried to kind of pull this shit also, but there is a uh, Native American... That was uh part of the uh reps in there also, and he basically uh backed him up and mm-hmm. said, "You know my prayer wouldn't wouldn't talk about uh higher powers or anything else I mean are you gonna say mine would be uh just just as bad as 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 his and they kind of just let it go, so yeah, apparently they put in new rules to kind of counter exactly that, huh
0: exactly.
1: Wow, all right. kind of a dick move. Just gonna put it out there, Arizona It's Arizona, you know, nothing what do you new, expect? but yeah, I'm saying nothing new, but yeah, yeah.
0: This congratulations. Is, this is what's coming out of Sam's uh obtuse triangle huh. Oklahoma, which we already covered uh yeah. Florida and Arizona.
1: Hmm. oh <laughs>
0: uh, Sam, we love you, <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, let's let's go ahead and back it up to Texas. Mayor Ivy Taylor of San Antonio was speaking as part of a forum on homelessness and poverty and talked about how teenage pregnancy is part of the problem and that education is the solution. Yeah. but then when she was asked about the root cause, she gave this answer uh-. Uh-uh.
1: I mean, since you're with the Christian Coalition, I'll go ahead and put it out there that to me, the, it's broken people, you know, uh, people not uh, being in relationship with their creator and uh, therefore not uh, being in um, good relationship with their, their families and their communities and, you know, uh, not being productive members of society. Right. Right. So, uh-huh. if you're not good with God, you are morally corrupt and not uh, allowed to be part of the the money-making community.
0: Apparently. Yeah.
1: Uh, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, this is pretty obviously, you know, pretty bad thing to be hearing from the mayor. Now, she did also mm-hmm. acknowledge that this part isn't anything that she can do about as mayor. But she does think that that is the deepest uh, cause of generational poverty. And uh, so she got a lot of flack and right, Felicia, she responded with quite the non-apology huh. saying that, you know, she's devoted her life to breaking down the chains of devo- uh, generational poverty uh, and she's done so because of her faith in God and belief in Jesus' ministry on earth. She just
1: said it was her faith in God that said that if you're not uh, right with God, if uh, also I'm going to suspect if you're an atheist, uh, if you don't make money, that's completely on you. I mean, God's not going to help you unless you are a fucking believer.
0: Well, she didn't say that she didn't actually go deep enough to say that the problem isn't not making money.
1: Oh oh it sounded very prosperity gospel to
0: me okay i, I could kind of see a little bit of that um but it, it, the the actual words though was that if you don't have if you don't have a relationship with your creator, then you're not yep. gonna have a good family or be a part of society I mean, that's the, <laughs> mm. yeah. and that's just bizarre.
1: It's just a serious asshole move, that's what it is.
0: Especially when you look at the actual stats, and the less religious people are, typically the more educated they are. The more educated people are, typically the more wealthy they are. Hmm. And atheists also tend to have a lower divorce rate than believers. Awesome, snap. So, I don't actually see anything in the numbers that would back up this kind of claim. Hmm. Yeah,
1: well, that's a shitty thing to say. I'm just going to put that out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so uh, we got breaking news.
0: Oh, we need to take uh, a break. Okay, well... Break, then breaking news. Okay. Atheist Nomads is right. proudly brought to you by Archway Hosting. Check out their low-price, full-featured hosting solutions at archwayhosting.com. That's A-R-C-H-W-A-Y hostingcom
1: Hey, we're also brought to you by listeners just like you. Find out how you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash atheist nomads. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. com. Forward slash Atheist Nomads. So we got breaking news. Uh, federal judge just blocked Trump's attack on sanctuary cities. So, yeah, poor little Jeff Sessions. Oh, poor little Jeff Sessions. Even those big ears. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure... Most people have heard about this, that uh, cities that don't want to cooperate with the uh, federal government and the ICE team, of uh, you know, deporting people uh-huh. with or without just cause. Uh, yeah, um, Trump was going to, like, uh, withhold uh, federal funding for a lot of a lot of the for all of these cities that were going to do that. And it looks like uh, that just completely got smacked down so uh update as of 4 26 p.m on tuesday the 25th the federal court order notes that trump's administration's attack on sanctuary cities suffers from various constitutional flaws it imposes conditions on federal grant recipients without unambiguous unambiguous legal authorization to do so mm-hmm. and it imposes conditions on both of those grant recipients that bear no relationship to the purpose of the grant. Uh, both of these errors validate, violate the, uh, Supreme court's holding on a dole. So basically, uh, yeah. Um, this was brought, uh, brought on by San Francisco and Santa Clara. And thanks to those two lovely cities, We got to see that uh, this shit is in fact illegal so far, as long as you know some, as long as another court doesn't turn it over. But
0: yeah, right. Which I I I would have a hard time imagining that would get turned over or overturned, considering that the police power of the state creates very well defined boundaries, and it is. Standard practice for local and state law enforcement to not enforce federal law. Federal law enforcement enforces federal law. Yeah. Under
1: the Supreme Court's anti-commandeering doctrine, the feds cannot order a state or local government to participate in federal programs. Mm-hmm. Thus, while the state or municipality may voluntarily agree to have its police force participate in those federal immigration enforcement programs, uh, they have the absolute right to do so. Yeah. Uh, and the, the fed gov, I mean, there, there is tons of, of government funding that's out there that, you know, helps cities and states all the time. And if those, if those cities and states wanted to continue getting those funds, they would have to continue meeting all of the requirements to get those funds. But since there hasn't been a, um, there hasn't been this ICE team to, you know, to help work on uh, deporting people, since that hasn't been a condition of any of those funds in the past, uh, the government can't just, like, whoop, add those in and say, now you have to meet this requirement, too. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, that's a hooray for one thing. Uh, you can't just add it in later and just say you need to do this too. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> poor little Jeff Sessions. <laughs>
0: <You> know, <and laughs> fucking idiot. What's kind of interesting is states have been playing around with this too. Not just cities. Um, Oregon is, is considering becoming a, the first ever sanctuary state. Wow. And Idaho was looking at a bill to not allow any sanctuary cities within the state. (laughs) What's ironic is Idaho law also doesn't allow for actively checking for immigration status unless there is a really good reason to.
1: Hmm. So you can't just like uh, stop and frisk and like, Without a without any just cause, and
0: I think or with, just see, with,
1: see 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 a a quote brown person walking down the street and say we must pull him over and check his papers. I
0: think under, if I remember correctly, under Idaho state law, uh, oh. they can't actually check your immigration status until after you've been booked. Wow, ain't that some shit? Which created the interesting scenario where they were threatening to not allow the creation of any sanctuary cities where the state is basically a sanctuary state already.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. That's actually pretty surprising to me. Yeah.
0: I think it was just a, a an oversight.
1: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> that,
1: that's pretty fucking funny actually.
0: That or protecting farm laborers? Uh oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, totally hard
0: crackdowns one. on immigration would destroy Idaho's economy. Hmm. <laughs> Well, badass. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. pretty fucking funny. Uh-huh. Well, Energy Secretary Rick Perry, mm. along with, yeah, former Texas governor who we loved so much, um, along with some other members of Trump's cabinet, attend a weekly Bible study held at the Department of Health and Human Services. mm Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This is led by Pastor Ralph Drollinger of Capital Ministries, whose goal is to create right-wing Christian politicians like Michelle Bachman. Oh, so complete idiots. All right. Oh, she's on the board of Capital Ministries. Well, I didn't say they had good taste or anything. Uh, They also hold weekly Bible studies at House and Senate offices, too. hmm yeah,
1: I mean, why can't people just get fucking milk delivered? Why Why the Bible?
0: <laughs> well, and worse than that is Schrodinger. Oh, yeah. He, he's so extreme that his own church kicked him out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's good they had a good friend like Rick Perry, you know, failed presidential candidate Rick Perry. Mm.
0: He has called Catholicism the world's largest false religion. True. He has said that female legislators who continue working after having children are sinners. Okay, I don't quite agree with that one. That homosexuality is an abomination.
1: Not really on the the same plane as that one either.
0: Okay. That social welfare programs are unchristian. Oh, you know, that one could go either way. That God is a capitalist, not a communist.
1: I don't think God ever really declared it, it what what his allegiances were.
0: <laughs> oh, and he's a, a good friend of uh, your buddy Jeff Sessions. Oh, yeah. Well. Who, he said, hungers and thirsts for the scripture.
1: Yeah. Sounds kind of gross. All right. Mm.
0: Uh-huh. He takes credit <laughs> for... Um, helping Sessions uh, strengthen his his anti-immigrant views. Good for him. Well,
1: <laughs> I mean, when you Ku Klux Klan together, you stay together, I'm guessing, so...
0: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, an actual quote from him. I've had the distinct honor of teaching him on this subject and many others. There's nothing more exciting when you're a Bible teacher to see the guys you're working with, to see him or her articulate something you've taught them when they were under the gun. Under the gun, really? Uh, In that case, referring to Sessions' uh, confirmation hearing. Yeah, yeah. Hooray. (laughs) Oh, fucking idiots.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, and about Bachman, he says that she has unerring... Or unerring, actually, instincts, when it comes to applying her Christian faith to the law. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks biblically. She doesn't need a whole lot of time to figure out how to vote because she sees the world through scriptural lens. We need more men and women like her in office.
1: Well, I will agree that she does see everything through, through a scriptural lens. I mean past that i really don't know but yeah boy i i honestly don't know how she could have held the post from 2007 to
0: 2015 just mm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and they've been sponsored by the current cia director yeah. mike pence yeah. human services secretary tom price and representative mike conway republican of texas well, yeah, I don't know much about Mike Pompeo, but... Mm. Apparently, uh, he's a big fan of Dominionist theology. Oh, lovely. Radical Dominionist theology. If he's supporting this this asswipe, oh, man. It, it, it's amazing how modern conservative Christianity, so much of it just perfectly aligns. With right-wing fascist politics, hmm. they have completely forgotten about feeding and clothing the poor and turning the other cheek, and, you know, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Ah, they are giving to the poor. They've, they've completely, yeah, they they don't care about any of that. They care about money and keeping the populace afraid. And all that anti-immigrant bullshit, yeah, all that really comes down to is it's about keeping people scared. Because when people are scared, they vote Republican.
1: Well, there must have been a lot of scared people.
0: Uh, not enough to actually elect Trump. Well, there were enough in the right states to elect Trump. And that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Well, uh, a bunch of religious right... Legal groups met at the Heritage Foundation to talk about their hopes that now that they've got Neil Gorsuch on the Supreme Court, that they can now weaken church-state separation. Oh, Hooray. And this is all going to start with Trinity Lutheran Church of Columbia versus Comer, where a church is suing the state of Missouri over the state denying the church a grant to improve its school's playground. Hmm. I haven't even heard of this case. Right. So this case is the state set up a grant program to improve playgrounds so that they'd be safer and um you know, better. Okay. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. So this church applied for one of these grants. Uh Missouri state law does not allow state funds to go to support religious institutions. Rightly so. The school is a religious institution, so no, that doesn't work. The state denied the grant, and the school, or the church, sued. Hmm. And this is actually a great example of how they are going to try to weaken church-state separation. Because you've got the competing, constantly competing standards of free exercise, and no establishment of religion free exercise on the playground well free exercise the argument the argument is free exercise and equal protection is (laughs) that if that school had not been religious they could have gotten or if it just if just straight up if the if the grounds there were not owned by a church that playground would have gotten that grant money Therefore, they were being infringed on because they were religious.
1: Well, I mean, technically they are, but uh, rightfully so. There's a policy in place, and if you do it for one, you're gonna have to do it, do, do it for all, and that's one hell of a slippery slope. And that's kind of what they're hoping on courses to help with,
0: right? Well, and that's what they're trying to. What they're trying to do is a slippery slope. This is a case where it is very easy to say that, yes, the state shouldn't have disadvantaged this group because of their religion. That, quote,
1: disadvantaged group can fucking pay for their own fucking uh, playground upgrades.
0: Yeah, but that is a much easier argument to make than the Washington state case where they don't allow any state scholarships to go to ministerial students. If you major in anything else, you can get. and you you're from Washington and going to college in Washington, there are grants available if you are a ministerial student, you can't um, hmm. did that one hit you? no, I wasn't from washington
1: oh that's right i was I just remember
0: you. you went to uh... I did go to college in Washington, but I was not a washingtonian okay okay, yeah, so I was not eligible anyway but that if that program and there was a, a lawsuit about that program, and, and the lawsuit failed, uh, hmm, because good. that would be state funds going to directly support the teaching of theology. Mm-hmm. And But if you say, you know, you can't disadvantage a church or school because it's religious, so yes, they should have gotten the grant money for the playground, then it makes it a little bit easier to say... Well, you can't disadvantage a student because of their major if their major is religious. So you go ahead and and throw out that rule, and you just kind of keep going. (laughs) And the terrifying thing is, as fallacious as slippery slope arguments are, courts run on the slippery slope. It's called precedent. Oh, hmm Yeah. All right, we're going to take our second break. And then we've got some international stories. We love hearing from our listeners. You can email us at contact contact@atheistnomads.com, at tweet us at @atheistnomads, send us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com/atheistnomads, or better yet, call us and leave us a message at 541-203-0666. We might even play it on the show. You can also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast directory of choice. So, what are those godless communists in China up to? Hey, don't disparage them like that.
1: <laughs> they're only they're only banning some baby names in a heavily Muslim re- region. I mean, that's not that bad. <laughs> Yeah, Uh <laughs> Chinese government is yeah, totally further tightening its grip on Muslims in Western China, which I didn't know there was a, a lot of Muslims over there, but apparently there's a decent amount.
0: The Uyghurs are mostly Muslim, and they are the biggest population group in Xinjiang, which is absolutely huge. Huh. Well, like that region that like there's
1: is ginormous. 10, 10 million. And still a, a minority group. Yeah, that's pretty,
0: pretty oh, decent. The territory is huge. The population hmm. is tiny. Hmm. It's like China's version of Alaska. Huh. All right. Well,
1: if you've ever heard names like, uh, oh, say, Muhammad, uh, Arafat, uh, Mujahid, and Medina... Uh, those are all blacklisted now, and uh, well, this one was surprising that it was even on the list. But uh, jihad, yeah, you can't name your baby jihad.
0: Oh so, man!
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, at least you can still do that. Oh but yes, they yes. can't. Huh? I mean, you you still can. I, I will give you a ten spot if you do that. That'd be so cool. Uh,
0: middle, I, I, middle 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 no. name middle name. Oh. No, no. That would be on the list below Tiberius. Tiberius should be pretty high on the list. So, <laughs> Oh, so. <laughs> for, for boys' middle names, Tiberius is my anything that Lauren suggests that I don't like. Now, I prefer Tiberius over that. <laughs> oh, man. Tiberius is cool. I mean, that's like... But then you have to on, go with the first that, name of James and oh. no Bible names. It's a Star Trek name at that point. No Bible names.
1: It's At that point, if you're going James Tiberius, I mean, that is a Star Trek name.
0: (laughs) The thought has crossed my mind. (laughs) Jean-Luc? Nah. I think Lauren has put that on the list.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of the yeas or nays? Yeas. Oh. All right. So... James Tiberius should be on there too. (laughs) Just putting it out there.
0: I would go with with, uh, Patrick over Jean-Luc. Oh, okay, okay, yeah.
1: So, uh, (laughs) anyways, yeah. um, (laughs) The the Chinese government definitely considers uh, uh, Xinjiang a hotbed of Islamic extremism, violence, and separatist thought. Whatever that means.
0: Well, they <laughs> do want to be separate. Uh, they don't like the imperialistic control of the Chinese central government.
1: Wait, they don't want to be communist? Not everybody wants to be communist. Obama wants us to be communist. Just uh, it, ask anybody on the right.
0: No, it's. I, I didn't say they don't want to be communist. I don't know if their go- their their movement is anti-communist. It's. Hmm. They're, yeah, they're not China. Chinese. They don't want to be a part of China. Hmm. Just like the Tibetans to their south, to the south of them. Hmm.
1: Oh goodness, yeah. So, <laughs> what are you gonna do, uh, other than name your kid Mohammed or Jihad? What
0: yeah, because China could send. If if it came down to it, they could easily raise up an army bigger than the entire. Uyghur population oh sure they could triple it i'm sure easily you're communist you're hey are
1: you a male between age and age yes join our army (laughs) you don't have a choice
0: but it i i do think it's of all the things to ban names hey mohammed yeah
1: and that's a pretty powerful name in some circles Medina, I mean that's one of their biggest cities, well most religious religiously important cities.
0: But anything they, to They have more huh. than two dozen names on their list of banned ethnic minority names.
1: I was looking for that list though, I couldn't find it. But uh it's just kind of weird. Yeah, that is anything to to make you feel like you're Less autonomous, less of a person. Take away your, your rights and then take away your choices.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to, to make the people not not just individually feel less like people, but to make them feel less like part of their own people.
1: Be it their religion or their country. Yeah. Yeah. Man.
0: <sighs> Russia's high court has sided with the government... And it's outlawing of Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm. Yeah, they ruled them to be an extremist group. And the court called for all church property to be seized and liquidated and all activities to stop, punishable by several thousand dollar fines, and six to ten years in prison. So a Jehovah's Witness knocking on a door or carrying a watchtower pamphlet could go to jail for 10 years. Oh, why can't they do that here? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is annoying, but 10 years. It should be
1: jailable. All right, just a year. I'll I'll give them a year. (laughs) Uh, So uh, going on, branching out from that Mormons, Adventists, Pentecostals, Mm -hmm. and many other evangelical groups are facing the same,
0: same thing. at least similar persecution Uh, I I don't I don't know how far the Russians have gone in in persecuting those groups but they are also persecuting them Uh, under current Russian law only the Russian Orthodox Church is allowed to evangelize
1: oh man so weird guys with giant beards and and giant dresses are back in charge All right,
0: huh? yeah and yet, somehow, right-wing evangelical pastors just love Putin. Sure, sure. Just just wait, you
1: know, once they finish with the Mormons and,
0: well, you know, the
1: Seventh-day Adventists are,
0: uh, you yeah. know. They're already <laughs> they're, started on Pentecostals and evangelicals. Yeah, so, <laughs> but, you know, I mean,
1: they're, they've already got the Jehovah's Witness under their thumb. Then comes the Mormons and they're just going down the, the list of weird little Christian like sects of Christianity. And so yeah, um just wait till it actually gets to be, you know, like fucking Baptists and shit.
0: But the you but Baptists already you you like Rick Joyner could not go over to Russia and preach evangelistic series. Okay, okay. And yet he but, would he's happy to say that Putin is, is doing God's work. And that Hillary Clinton would have been persecuting Christians. Sure, sure. Uh, Do they they not understand the meaning of the words they say?
1: Well, you know, Christians think that they're being
0: persecuted
1: every day here in this country, whereas in some, you know, Christian minority uh, countries around the world, they actually are being persecuted, just like atheists.
0: And they love talking about that persecution but when it's a large christian majority country persecuting christians that would be a much better that'd be a lot better to to go nuts over that than than this perceived persecution happening at home
1: well you know give it time i mean like i said once they work really work their way down that list then you know they they might change their tune you know like especially once uh Whatever money they're getting and or making with some of those, you know, lovely companies over there,
0: then, you know,
1: maybe it's not love will go away. We'll see.
0: Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. (laughs) All right. Chechnya's president has now vowed to eliminate all gay men from his territory by the start of Ramadan at the end of next month. Ramadan? Yeah. Isn't that Muslim? Uh Uh-huh. Chechnya is Muslim. Seems, is it really? Yeah. Alright, my bad. Yeah. That's where uh that's where most of Russia's Islamic uh terrorism comes from. Okay. Is Chechnya. Chechnya has already started rounding up gay men mm-hmm. and is now saying that they will all be eliminated. Yeah. That sounds a lot like they're gonna kill them all. And it's a possibility. Ah, it looks like a just a
1: giant, giant haired penis head. Ah. <laughs> Ramzan Kadreyev. Uh close friend of Putin. Well, good for him. Uh-huh.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It, the what, what's been interesting to watch here is. First, he was claiming that there are no gays or lesbians in Chechnya. Sure. Yeah, never. Next was they're rounding up all of the gay men. Well, and now they're going to eliminate them all.
1: As of a few hours ago, supposedly more than 100 have been rounded up, detained in secret prisons, on suspicion of being gay in Mm -hmm. recent weeks. And... Yeah, beaten, tortured, and supposedly at least four have been killed. Yeah, this is this is just not good. What the fuck, people? We're supposed to be better than this by now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we Chechnya is of are. course denying it. But mm. yeah, it's it's pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. I mean, you do
1: have. Uh, his uh, Chechen's leader's denial of brutality. Um, even Vladimir Putin's uh, spokesperson came out and said there had been no evidence found to support the allegations, which are first reported in a newspaper, uh, Novaya Gazeta. Gazeta, sorry, uh, I I totally nailed that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, um, looks like a big cover up, and people are disappearing, and they happen to be gay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, time to not do that. You know, time to fucking kill people.
0: If you get reports that there is a basement sex trafficking ring in a pizzeria, probably not true. If you hear reports that a marginalized and persecuted group is getting rounded up into concentration camps... And people are disappearing. And people are actually disappearing... From that group that is being supposedly rounded up. That's probably true. It It's worth checking out. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Especially when you then get a report that, yes, um, we are going to eliminate the gays. Well, you're already rounding them up, so that's going to make it real easy to kill them.
1: You should round yourself up because you look like a big fucking teddy bear. <laughs> I'm going to be the first one to say it. You know, I think
0: he's gay. You think he, he protests too much?
1: I I do. I think he yes, totally.
0: <sighs> All right. Well, yeah. And Isabella Red Cloud is a trans woman who identifies as two spirit. I hate uh, that phrase, but whatever. It's a know, Native it's a American native term. Yeah, and she's I'm curr- native. she's currently unemployed. And she does Mm -hmm. not have a permit or dress. She's currently couch hopping. Hmm. And uh, she went to the Union Gospel Mission of Sioux Falls for a hot meal, which they freely offer to homeless and unemployed people. And she was turned away for being inappropriately dressed. Right. Because she was wearing a dress. Well, hmm. One,
1: it shouldn't fucking matter. Two... You know what? It gets pretty fucking cold out there in Sioux Falls. Mm -hmm. And if you have a choice between no clothes and a dress, I'm wearing a dress. And you know what? If you're trans and, you know, you identify as two spirit or or female, then you know what? You might want to wear a dress anyways. Yeah. So what the fuck people? You're supposed to help the, the homeless and the poor and the hungry fucking do it
0: then. And these, these gospel missions are, they are there to help and proselytize to the poor. Hmm. So what they should have done, given her a meal and then talk to her about how sinful she is while she eats it. Well, if it's, (laughs) that would have still been shitty, but at least she would have been fed.
1: If it's anything like the Salvation Army you actually have to come in and listen to the per, to the preacher first and then you get your food. Yeah, they want they want yeah. you hungry and
0: Yeah, it, they with the 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 gospel missions, they they vary as to how they do it whether the the <laughs> preachings before or after. This one apparently does three hot meals a day, so I'm Wow. I doubt they're preaching at every single one. Wait, no, I take that mm. back. They probably are preaching at every single one. Yeah. Mm. But that's just shitty. And what about, you know, taking care of the, the poor and unfortunate?
1: Huh. Yeah. Well, not if you wear a dress, you're not supposed to.
0: God damn. What an asshole.
1: <laughs> the, the the group.
0: Yeah. Yes, the group.
1: What a what a group of assholes.
0: Yes. Red yes. Cloud is just trying to get a meal. Fucking eh.
1: Give Red Cloud three hots and a cock. Come on, man. Suck it up.
0: Yeah. All yeah, right. Let's take our uh, last break and then uh, continue on. If you like the show, consider giving us some financial
1: support. To make it really easy with one-time donations or to support us on a per episode, monthly, or even annual basis using PayPal or Patreon, find out more at AtheistNomads.com. Use the links on the right side of the page. One dollar an episode is all we ask. Please, think of the kittens. Former priest uh, just got arrested after he was extradited to the U.S. Why, you ask? Well, because he has a history of uh, touching children in a very sexual, dirty fucking way.
0: You said he's a priest. Uh, Well, ex-ex. Ex-priest. Okay, so, yeah, he was... Uh, Augusto Cortez, yes. He was being extradited for doing priestly duties. Yeah, well, if those duties mean, like, you know, diddling kids, then yeah, priestly that duties. Definitely seems to be the, the main yeah. gist of it. Yeah. yeah, so
1: this guy has a definitely a history of uh, touching kids. He was even on probation for... Child-related crimes. When uh, he actually got in trouble for uh, this one, that he's being arrested on now. God damn! And even after he he had been, you know, got in trouble, got on probation for all of this nasty shit the first time, the church still kept him on. I'm just gonna point that out. I mean, they they might have they they changed his duties and what he did, and you know his. Supposedly changed the his ability to access children, as weird as that sounds, uh,
0: and kept him on in the in the in the church because sure why not. <laughs> the The standard practice in in Christianity is you sin, and then you confess, and then you get moved. It gets hmm. brushed under the rug, and you continue on. Uh, yeah, touching children, continue on. Yes. yeah this is fucking
1: disgusting, and <laughs> it shouldn't have taken this long to get him back into the country. I mean <laughs> uh it took years to get him back from Guatemala, which I'm glad they finally did, but uh, this is disgusting why Why do we have people like this?
0: Uh, oh, and I'm guessing the only reason that Guatemala sent him back was because. He was a former priest, not current.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably true. I mean, they're I I I always think of Guatemala as being fairly catholic. So
0: very very.
1: All right. Well, yeah, just horrible. So I can't wait to see what happens to this guy's guy at trial. So I'll try and keep an
0: eye on him. All right. Saudi Arabia as we I believe reported on a few years ago was elected Mm. to the uh, U.N. Human Rights Commission. Well, Mm -hmm. they got reelected and have now been elected to the Commission on the Status of Women. Is this like
1: up is down, right is left, and all that kind of weird, bizarre shit?
0: This U.N. agency exclusively dedicated to the promotion of gender equality and the empowerment of women.
1: Okay, yeah, this is bizarro world. Sure. What the actual fuck?
0: Saudi Arabia, the country where just now women might possibly, under extreme circumstances, be able to legally get the right to drive. Man, that's... That's...
1: Eh... Women drivers, oh my god. I mean, if you gotta wear a a really big headscarf you might not be able to see so <laughs> Boy, keep them off the roads yeah sure
0: ah come mm. on u.n yes yeah, absolutely makes no
1: sense i don't i don't i don't what no i don't know this shouldn't
0: happen <laughs> it, it it would be like electing in in the 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 mid-90s electing rwanda to the u.n you know, commission on refugees. Uh, It'd be
1: like um, hiring Hitler to be a baker. Okay. That one's bad.
0: Uh, I I don't get it because ovens. Oh, oh yeah. 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 This is, this is just, this is dumb. Uh, If they really did want to get a, a Muslim country on the women rights commission, I've got a really good nomination to make. Hmm. Jordan. Okay. Hmm. Who on Sunday revoked article 308. Do
1: you tell what is 308.
0: That was the rule that allowed rapists to get out of jail if they married the victim for at least three years.
1: Wow. Sure.
0: Now last year, they, after much campaigning, they, uh, amended the rule to make it so they could only use this loophole if the victim was between 15 and 18 and the attack was believed to be consensual and would not have been considered rape if not due to the girl's age. (laughs) So last year they made it so that statutory rape cases, um, you could marry the victim. And the, the rationale for this is that it would uh, protect the victim's honor and reputation. Oh, boy. Well, now they have finally, after years of campaigning by women's activists, Muslim scholars, Christian scholars, and, well, a whole lot of other people revoked that batshit. Not actually batshit, but... um. um Very conservative rule.
1: (laughs) Ain't that some shit? Well, hooray. That's a step in the right direction. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, now if you, you rape a woman, you need to go to jail.
1: And you don't get the second chance of marrying her.
0: Great. Right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And in some, Good news for the developing world. And the rest of the world, really. And the rest of the world by 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 proxy. Since proxy, like sure. right now, if you look at uh Africa, it is mm-hmm. about one third of the like total combined GDP of the entire continent is lost due to malaria. God damn. Just malaria. Conceivably Stopping the malaria epidemic in Africa could allow that entire continent to modernize really fast, even though there are there is very rapid modernization and economic growth going on in Africa right now anyway um, this is uh, well they they have now developed a malaria vaccine and they're going to be starting trials in Ghana, Kenya, and Malawi in 2018. Just next Hmm. year. Uh, This is a vaccine that helps give you some immunity against the actual malaria parasite. It requires four doses to be Mm -hmm. effective.
1: I I know they give it to really young kids, like between five and 17 months, was it? It's it's like pretty young, be under two years.
0: Um, The pilot is for, uh, yeah, between five and 17 months. Hmm. And uh, half of the kids in the pilot will get the vaccine. The other half won't. In the the initial tri- uh, trials they've done, um, it wasn't particularly effective.
1: Well, uh, MJ was telling me about this. I think it's like 40% effective. Something like that, 40%, 50%. Which, which is way better than 0%. It
0: is a lot better than 0 yeah. It's a start. Uh, one of the things that would definitely slow down the effectiveness is it's not effective until the fourth shot Mm. and you do one a month for three months and then the fourth one 18 months later wow and hope that the kid doesn't get measles by that time fuck well and then even with the four doses it's still only 40% effective but you know shit
1: (laughs) I will still take 40% over 0%.
0: Yes, yes. Um, It it does also um, cut the most severe cases by about a third and uh, reduces the number of children needing hospital treatment and blood transfusion. Wow. So even if it doesn't prevent the infection, it weakens the infection that you will get. So that's not terrible, but this is so far the worst vaccine that has ever been developed and by worst I mean least effective Hmm. Uh, but it is so critical that it's worth it it is so worth it so they've been
1: working on this for 30 years 30 years in the making Mm -hmm. so yeah holy shit I mean (sighs) fuck just you know hopefully another 10 years they'll be able to do we even better. Yeah. Well, um, in our fun story of the week, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's not a waterfall of God's blood. There's this really interesting, cool-looking uh, glacier that feeds a blood-colored waterfall in Antarctica,
0: hmm.
1: and it is uh on the Taylor Glacier, and it, well. I read through the story earlier, and, and basically, um, you know, you, you got this giant glacier, and you know what? It's still shifting and moving around, and, you know, it, that friction still causes heat, just like anywhere else. And even though the fucking ice is cold, you know, it, that friction still generates heat, which would help make water mm-hmm. and would uh, feed this, this waterfall. And the iron-rich... Uh, a soil around that area, well, just kind of helps taint that water red. So, yeah, kind of, kind of neat.
0: So, it's Uh, iron oxide water.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, just a a cool little thing. Check it out. It it looks really gross. Or maybe like an iced coffee, really. But still. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, fucking miles of white. And then you got this fucking red, reddish waterfall. Kind of crazy
0: that is that is pretty crazy yeah Yeah, i i like it especially since you've got the white and then that lower part it looks kind of brown or like metallic
1: yeah i think that's washing out out into the
0: ocean there huh yeah it's it's that's cool that's definitely cool all righty and we have feedback oh boy And it's a long one, so I'm not going to read all of it, but I am going to leave it all in the show notes. Not the version of the show notes that's going out on the RSS feed, just the version that you can find on the website. So if you want to find this, go to atheistnomads.com slash 196, and you can read the whole message. This is from Revan via email. Hello, Dustin, Lauren, and Wesley. First off, congrats, Dustin and Lauren. Thank you. I just finished listening to your last podcast, Jehovah's Kingdom, And I wanted to fill in some gaps for you. First of all, you did a great job explaining what, quote, we believe. Oh, I guess I should mention that I was a JW for 30 years. Oh, boy. I am a second generation, and I am born in what we in the ex-JW community refer to those of us whose parents were JWs when we were born. And that is the only thing that we knew. I am an atheist now, but for simplicity's sake, I will simply refer to what the JWs believe, And what Watchtower teaches is what we believe. Hmm. We would never use the phrase Jehovah's kingdom. It is God's kingdom. We -hmm. believe that while it is ultimately Jehovah's kingdom, he is not the king, but instead has entrusted his son. Jesus is the kingdom of heaven. There as the king of the kingdom. Um, Ah. Yes, I never saw Jehovah's kingdom anywhere. But between all of the talk of the JW end of time as being about the kingdom and it being Jehovah's Witnesses, I combined those two to try to create a clever title. All right. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry, but I was was going for clever. Um, I, I hope it was effective for that. Well, actually, it must have been since we got this very, very nice, nice email.
1: Revan, you are too nice. Go harder next time.
0: <laughs> uh, he did answer that the lions and giraffes will start living together immediately after Armageddon. Oh, boy. Because the animals at that moment will all become vegetarians. And JWs pride themselves on having a concise message because we are speaking the pure language The only time we are allowed to change doctrine is if the governing body discovers new light, which is something that we love to learn. That means that the governing body decides that what is current doctrine does not fit anymore. We receive new light and like the Borg, we assimilate the new information. (laughs) Previous beliefs are referred to as old light and it doesn't matter anymore. An example of it, the generation of 1914 that will by no means pass away, but this is old light. The new light is the overlapping generations doctrine. And yeah, lots lots more detail here, but the, uh, the new light concept, um, Adventists had a, a very similar concept in the 1800s that they called present truth. And it was that as they discovered new things in the Bible uh, through their studies that um, God was revealing new light to them and that was advancing their understanding and knowledge and they were able to improve their doctrine um, with present truth. But even the old stuff was still good for the time because it was present truth. Then it just got replaced by new present truth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that is it for this week. We have gone long and, uh, Several stories will be patron only. Uh, I haven't decided which ones yet, but the patrons will know. Actually, no, they won't, because they'll just have the long version. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's it for this time. Don't forget, uh, episode 200 coming up at 2, 3, 4, or 5, depending on your time zone, if you're in the continental U.S., on the 20th of May. Oh, boy. And that's it for this week. Remember... Not all those who wander are lost. Thank you for listening to another episode of Atheist Nomads. You can find show notes and contact information at atheistnomads.com. Follow us on Twitter at atheistnomads and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Atheist Please subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcaster of choice. And while you're there, feel free to leave us a review. The music is courtesy of Sturdy Fred. Until next time, this has been the Atheist Nomads.